Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk all things church related. Now I have a treat for you on today. I am going to read an excerpt from my book, Overcome Adversity Through Prayer. Now this book I am in I am currently writing and hopefully it will be available for purchase by the end of this year, 2022. But I wanted to give you an er read an excerpt from the book for you on today to um, kind of tell a little bit a little bit of my story, not much, but just kind of give you um, a, a mind of what will be in the book. And if you like it, then you can purchase it when it comes out. Now I'm going to read what I have written, and granted, this is the first draft, so. If there are any errors, just disregard that. But this is the first draft, and I want you to um, listen closely because this is how we overcome, or this is how I overcame adversity, and that was through prayer and the Word of God. And here we go. Within a lifetime, we endure many joyful times, and we are subject to face several tragedy, tragedies you may find the majority of the time that we have no clue of how to handle our difficulties. The best answer I can give you is that we overcome our adversities through prayer. During prayer, we obtain peace, strength, and guidance from our Heavenly Father, which allows us to carry the load and overcome our hardships. Now, prayer is the only way I have been able to overcome my adversities. Heavenly intervention is required when dealing with strongholds such as fear, shame, bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, pride, self-pity, disobedience, rebellion, and abandonment, just to name a few. Strongholds differ from individual to individual. However, they all hinder us from living the abundant life that Jesus Christ promised us nonetheless. Now, as I learned to go deeper into prayer, I found that my first thought was not to give myself over to prayer. When I was dealing with financial needs, mind battles, and sickness in my body, just to name a few, my first thought was to figure out how I was going to tackle the situation on my own terms. A response such as getting myself out of this mess is a carnal response towards the difficulties of life. However, it has been a go-to for many people, even though faith in God is prevalent in their lives. Remember, God made us from the dust of the earth, and we live in a fleshly world. Thus, the first reaction is to rely on our natural abilities instead of turning to God in prayer. Although the Holy Scripture teaches us to call upon the Lord for all our needs, we often depend on our human strength, which is no strength at all. And by the way, what are we thinking? Our power is worthless. It is a recipe for failure and self-sabotage. The Holy Scriptures tell us 
when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. You can find that in Isaiah 59 and 17. The Lord will drive the enemy out if we allow. So why don't we? Why don't we allow the Lord to drive the enemy, drive the enemy out? My guess is that we have our own personal desires which lead us away from God's original plan, plans and purposes for our lives. Thus, the ultimate solution for our adversities is to pray and allow God to guide us. Now, let me tell you my story. Starting with my own calamity, the Holy Scripture teaches us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. You can find that scripture in Revelations 12 and 11. Thus, I realized my testimony to overcome the captivity of the enemy in my life. Praise God. I have been in a spiritual warfare going on four years to date. My calamity is over. However, my deliverance is still taking place. It is a process. Nonetheless, I testify concerning my survival and how it was accomplished through prayer. To begin, it took me three years to realize and accept that I was in a spiritual battle. Can you believe that? Let me tell you, I lost everything, beginning with a reoccurring finances, then my house, then my vehicle, friends, family, the whole nine yards. Everything that I thought was important to me was gone. It was like a, I blinked and it was all gone. In the first year, I was in a state of bewilderment, fear, and rejection. I refused to believe it was happening to me. I tried to keep it together, but the pressure of it all was overwhelming. Although the Lord was right there speaking and showing me the way, the enemy was so relentless and cruel. I was so busy looking at what the enemy was doing that I did not have enough faculty to hear the word of the Lord. Nonetheless, God was faithful to me and continued to speak. He never left me alone. He adhered to his word that he would never leave me or abandon me. You can find that in Hebrews 13 and 5. And I am grateful for his love. Let me go back a little. I set out on my journey praying and reading the word. However, what I received was not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear things like help is on the way or by next week it will be all over or I'm coming down from heaven with fire and brimstone to destroy your enemies. Yeah, I hate to announce none of that happened. The enemy continued his attack with precision. I must say my God had a plan for me and was not I was not getting free a free pass praise God God had a plan for me I wasn't getting a free pass and I was not going to like it not one bit 
in the sec in the second year i allowed the spirit of abandonment to creep in to my life in addition to all the other channels of bondage such as rebellion disobedience and the like i was trying to wrestle my demons in my own strength and to be honest they were beating the life out of me i tried on several occasions with various individuals to express my disposition but their com comprehension comprehension of my anguish never took root to my dismay the idea of no one understanding the depth of my torment sent me into a downward spiral into the abyss i felt like my position was beyond imagination but i found no agreement or regard the mindset of my confidence i could not understand therefore i found myself at the bottom of the pit dug for me by the enemy i was in a dark and lonely pit and i was traumatized but the lord was there with me i tried giving my trauma to the lord many times but reading prayers and by reading prayers and picking scriptures out of the book of psalms however i still did not relinquish myself over to the lord i was stuck in disbelief and anger i was fighting in my own strength the whole time when i had the strength to fight of course furthermore the lord was speaking to me the entire time all i had to do was shut down the outside noise be still in my mind and hear what god was revealing to me i shuffled ball and chain into the third year having learned little about my dilemma i looked i took no thought that i needed to develop a relationship with the lord in prayer I knew what I was taught throughout my spiritual journey how to possess my vessel as we read in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 4 but I was not doing that either listen to me carefully my anger bitterness and rage was setting me up for a rude awakening I was in the third year of my attack that the enemy boldly showed me his intentions for my life which were to steal to kill and to destroy to steal my life to steal my name to kill to take away my relationship with god and to destroy to destroy my personage my property and my possessions you will find that in john 10 and 10 once the show and tell was over my eyes were wide open i had no problem listening to what the lord had to say as a matter of fact i ran to the throne room looking for abba hear me my brother and my sister things got real i was blown away by the audacity of the enemy and his representatives i have never been seen anything like it in my life and mind you i was not prepared for this level of attack However, let us not forget the Lord was speaking the full 3 years. 
He was not going to let anything come upon me unaware. I was taking notice to a point of clarity. I wasn't taking notice to a point of clarity and humility. I only listened to what I wanted to hear. Anything that dealt with chastising the enemy or keeping me from harm, I accepted. I never heard God telling me I had a personality disorder which required removal and he was going to do just that. So no, words or dreams dealing with myself were not in the absorbing agenda. I was in a state of bitterness, rebellion, disobedience, unforgiveness, and absolute agony. Thus, I did not hear anything about the traps of the enemy. Praise God. That is just a portion of the book, Overcoming Adversity Through Prayer. How through prayer, how the beginning of my story and eventually how I came through my trauma through prayer, through fasting, and through reading the Word of God. I just wanted to share with you a portion of the book, Overcome Adversity Through Prayer. And um, hopefully you will be able to get the book by the end of the year. Just a shameless plug there. And just comment and share. Comment and let me know what you think about the book. Mind you, this is the first draft and some things may change along the way. But I wanted to read something for you today to let you know that we can overcome through prayer. Prayer is very important. Prayer is a key to living our lives in this day and age, in this world. We talked about the end times. We truly are living in the end times. And prayer is, is very important. It, it, it is a, a weapon of our warfare, prayer. So it's very important that we pray, that we seek God, and that we fast and we read the word. All three, prayer, fasting, and reading the word, getting the word on the inside, are very important to our survival in this day and age. So stay tuned for more excerpts from the book. And hopefully by the end of the year, as I begin to say, you will be able to purchase this book, Overcome Adversity Through Prayer. Thank you for listening to Sister Allie Katz T. And I will talk to you soon.